Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Queer Retrograde. We're in 2K22 today, baby. The future is here. And it smells just like every other year. Yes. So we're back on the pod and we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little with our intros. We want you guys to know us a little bit better. Yeah, we're trying to be really transparent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm Linz. I'm 26, going to be 27 soon this month. Um, I am a white, gender-fluid, non-binary, um, I would say I'm like a bisexual, like pansexual, depends on the day type situation person. Um you check the weather and then you check your sexuality type right thing. like sometimes it's like you know 12 percent chance sometimes it's 50 percent chance um and yeah cool well i'm hobbs what's up y'all i'm a soft 27 you know i'm still learning my way around it i'm still getting used to it i'm biracial white and black i use they them pronouns and my sexuality i would just call it queer just yeah <laughs> Let's just keep the door wide open on that and not refer to, I don't know, too, I don't want to cling too tight to, like, one line when it comes down to sexuality. Yeah. So, that feels good. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense for you. Mm-hmm. I didn't say my pronouns. Oh. I'm on that any pronouns train. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's good with you? How what's are you? What's good with me? Yeah. Well, we're at the beach. Um, I'm a total beach bitch these days. Confirmed. Um, I am like fully wearing like, you know, tropical like button up polo tees, like dad style, Tommy Bahama style. Um, I'm feeling like very excited about 2022 overall. I think 2021 started out like hella rough for me. I had a major breakup on my birthday, which is January 29th, by the way, for everyone to know. <laughs> um, and like that was so intense, but then the year just got like so good and it ended up amazing. And I'm just trying to roll that energy into 2022. We're doing dry January up in here. Yeah. And I'm excited. I feel good. I'm ready. I'm ready to just, like, bask in the past few months, I think. Mm -hmm. I can definitely relate to that. I feel similar in the sense that last January was dumpster water and February as well. (laughs) Like, I was literally watching The Handmaid's Tale to feel better about my life. Like, I was (laughs) in the dumps. Breakup was, like, a whole thing. But now I'm coming into the year, I'm like, okay, I've got a plan. You know, winter, me and the roomies, we talked about it. We're like, how are we going to cope? And a lot of it is just, you know, let's just grab a ball and go play outside. Like, I had a lot of energy the other day because it, it felt like COVID was just closing in on everyone all of a sudden again. I was just like, wow, okay, this was unsurprising, but still, like, I need to be better about how I'm going to cope. So playing outside has helped a lot. And, <clears throat> yeah, in terms of just a general how hop doing... Doing, doing pretty good. You know, I'm excited for dry January as well. Mm-hmm. I think, 
again, it'll just point me in new directions for like, I just like having a clear head over the winter. It's mm-hmm. so easy to spiral, y'all. It's so <laughs> easy to spiral right now. So you got to cling real hard to the things that actually make you feel good versus like delusionally do. And that's what I'm trying to do without also like working on myself too much. Because you know what? When I give myself some fucking credit, I'm pretty great. So, you are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really need into that too. Yeah. yeah. So, let's see. We just wanted to add a new segment where we kind of, you know, we're peeling back the layers of, like, all the things that are just, like, gendered for no reason. Like, it's just, it's as simple as a toothbrush, people. But, so, (laughs) we're going to call this segment Coffee and Cologne. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The origin story of this is we were in D.C., I think. And you were like, I really want some cologne or something. No, we were here in Sandbridge. Oh, okay. Yeah, at Target. Oh, at Target. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I really want some cologne. And then we were t- we were leaving and there was a Starbucks and we were like, coffee and cologne. Yeah, it sounds cool. I was like, oh, that could be a band name. And you were like, no, it could be a segment. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So today, my coffee and cologne uh, material thing, or I guess it's not really a material thing, but thing in the world that is like hella gendered for no reason mm-hmm. sports <laughs> you, could, you could put on a clinic over this literally uh, if set. for those who don't know my dad works in minor league baseball he has for my whole life i've grown up around sports and it is so silly to me how gendered sports are and I think I was thinking about this, too, because of, like, your childhood story about, like, you playing football with the boys and how, like, you had to pretend to be a boy because they wouldn't believe that, like, a girl would ever be able to, like, throw like that. <laughs> and how silly that is. Like, literally, I just think it shouldn't be such a big deal whenever, like, a girl wants to play on the boys team or something like that like it's just a game and just like all of like the rhetoric around like trans folks like in in athletics and like yeah. it's just like so silly to me how gendered it is like who cares if if someone is like you know wants to compete against another person like let them yeah. i think yeah you got me thinking about like baby reveal parties like why are why are some people some people so obsessed with genitalia like just let it just fucking let it go yeah let it go my god why does it dictate so many things anyway yeah. you know we know we all know but <laughs> Still coffee and cologne. Let's keep it light. All right. So my item was pockets. Like, what the fuck? I haven't bought anything from the women's section in a long time. But I did this past year. I bought one shirt from there because it had a really cool print on it. And just even, like, I'm not even just talking about, like, the pants pockets. Like, even, like, the side pockets or just even, like, the fake pockets in the women's <laughs> section. I'm like, why do I have a fake? I need an ass pocket. Where am I going to put my fucking wallet? Right. You know, it's really a conspiracy, I think, to get you to buy purses. And to get you to, like, think that you need a side bag because you don't have any actual pockets. Whoa. And then men don't have to carry around shit or just seem like they don't have to carry around shit because their pockets are actually capable of carrying all the things that they have. Whoa. Right. It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Capitalism runs deep. I could pack an outfit, a snack, 
in another outfit in these pants. I'm wearing cargo pants. They could go for miles. Those are really deep pockets. Yeah, dude. And they're thick. <laughs> like, they could carry, like, a power tool in there. Versus, you know, like, other pants, you know, in the past, like, you can barely put in, like, ha- a whole digit from your hand. And it's like, what, what the fuck is that about? Anyway, coffee and cologne. There you have it. <laughs> if you have a coffee and cologne suggestion. Yeah, send it in. Send it in, please. All right, y'all. So... We have some updates for you. We have some stories. Hobbs and I have been through some shit the past few months. And, you know, we've been taking a break from recording because a lot has been happening. But we have some stories for you. If you follow us on Instagram, you've probably seen some highlights here and there from these things that have happened. But we wanted to tell the story up front because, again, transparency. Yeah. Okay. So earlier this year, I was like, yo... I feel like I'm in a good place in my life to, like, go skydiving. Like, I could end it on a really good note if I did that. And I think, ultimately, I was just like, what's there to actually be afraid of? (laughs) So, I was theorizing about this all year. I was like, I'm going to go in the fall, because who the fuck wants to get closer to the sun in the middle of Virginia winter, or summer? So, the plan was an action. It's just a matter of who was also going to come with. And a lot of y'all were like, hell yeah, Hobbs, let's go skydiving. (laughs) But when it came down for the appointment... Lens was there <laughs> and packed and ready to go. Oh my god, we show up middle of fucking nowhere, West Point, Virginia. There's these two white dude bros, and like, I'm, no, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. Just signing the contract, right? Yeah, just signing away your life to just do that. Like, it'll probably be fine. Is like their sign every. Literally, day. the contract you have to basically sell away your life, sign away your life. It's like I read the first few lines, and then I was just like. I'm not gonna read this. Why would I read this? And I just start signing it and like flipping through. I was like, I guess I shouldn't read this shit either, (laughs) because it's basically like you could die. Like, are you okay with that? (laughs) Yeah, this is the risk I'm taking. And it was like a really small like place. We did it at No Limits skydiving. Yo, shout out to No Limits. Super <laughs> professional and also just like they? Wiley Coyote. <laughs> no, they weren't. It was but the I'm glad bus. they weren't because as soon as we showed up, they're like, okay, do all this paperwork, put on this like suit, and then um, go out to the airfield, follow these guys in their van. We're like, okay, we'll follow these guys in their van. This janky ass van <laughs> that like literally <laughs> the doors are falling off. Like. Real. <laughs> We show up and like the first question, it's like an older dude and like a younger guy and like the older dude, he's like Bruce Willis, y'all. He's like, who's going first? I'm like, well, me. I'm thinking in my mind, like, that'll be like, yeah, like, I'll go first. Cause yeah. Cause my idea, you know? Yeah. I'll just, yeah. You know, make sure it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, come here. And then I'm like, okay. And he's like, put this on. And then he's like, all right, cool. And then he starts like in a very like low voice. So like Linz can't hear what he's saying. Cause like we were on our own team at this point. Right. We were separated at birth <laughs> and now we have to go die. And he's like, yeah. So uh, when you get up there, I want you to put your legs like this and put your head like that. And you know, just breathe, you know, it'll be cool. But yeah. He just like gave me like maybe three lines of like instruction. And I was like trying to memorize it. Then I was hearing what your guy was saying to you. And then he was like, don't listen to him. Everyone does it. Differently. Yeah. I was like, wait, but what if, what if? Yeah, you could totally tell that the two of them were not close buds. Um, (laughs) And then later I found out that Austin, who was my guy, 
um he was actually just working at no limits for like a month to like fill in for someone else because he is totally like a van life bro that just like travels around and like works at sky different skydiving places um to make money and i think it was like after his month here he was gonna go back to like north carolina or something like that but yeah my guy austin he was so just such a jokester kind of like i don't yeah the best way to describe him was just a van life bro like total white boy with like dreads like just matted hair (laughs) yeah matted hair (laughs) terrible like just fucking with me the whole time of like i asked him how many or how long have you been doing this and he's like oh this is my first week and i was like come on and he's like okay yeah i've done i've been doing this for 12 years um but i mean i was here for it i was like ready to have a good time so i was kind of happy that he was fucking around with me but meanwhile, Hobbs is, like, in a full-blown meditation with yeah. Joe, this older, like, retired, uh, probably, like, army dude or something. Yeah. We, like, get into, the, like, the, the pilot pulls up. And this is after, this is, like, five minutes. Like, literally, we put on the suits, we get tied in, and then he's like, all right, let's get on the plane. We're like, oh, my God, we're getting on the plane. The plane is so little. Like, we're all, like, I'm, like, literally almost in, the, like, the pilot's lap. Like, I look yeah. over to my right. He's like, can you just, like, look forward? I'm like, I don't want to, like touch any buttons or anything like that so yeah just like i don't know make as much space as you can we get inside the plane and they don't even close the door yet i'm like i might fall out yeah i'm I'm panicking because i'm like i don't know if i'm strong enough in this position to not fall out of this fucking plane but then they close the door and they're like yeah everyone always freaks out but you know it's just it's really hot in here so that's why we do that i'm like if you could just communicate that but okay i guess it's all part of the thrill and and the pilot was also literally holding the window open with his hand like as we're sort of driving before we lift off he's just holding the window open with his hand and i was like i just looked back at hobbs and i just mouthed love you <laughs> <laughs> everything's like duct taped together i'm like you know i really don't want to land in this plane so i'm yeah i cannot wait to jump out yeah and the ascension was maybe like what 10 15 minutes it felt like i don't know i don't know but it was beautiful we were like over you know like i said west point so you could see some water and some marshes and like all that cool stuff mm-hmm. and then eventually bruce willis is like all right i need you to turn around Let's do it and he's like telling me like more instructions and i'm like really trying to memorize it and he's like yeah you know at one point you're just gonna put your foot right there and like just make sure like just don't hold on to anything just put your foot there and like i'll do the rest and i'm like all right man cool <laughs> and then we get up there and I'm, <laughs> <Put your foot laughs> there. that was his last instruction and like in the moment like when he's like all right guys it's time to jump i was like yeah okay cool like i'll put my foot here and then like we'll have a moment here but no no all i can remember is just like putting my foot there and be like Oh fuck! <laughs> Gone, like down. And of course, Lynn's has to watch this. You guys, this was the scariest moment of the entire thing. Like literally, once we were up in the plane, like I felt so peaceful. I felt so just kind of, I don't know, blissed out. I was just like so at peace with whatever was about to happen. But then literally imagine seeing your best friend just roll out of a plane and you can see you see the whole thing like i could see how high up we were because the door was open and you just falling out it was so i i like jolted forward to like grab them almost like it was so scary and immediately i was like get me the fuck out of this plane (laughs) I need to go after them. Oh, it was so <laughs> awesome, though, 
like, as soon as you realize, like, oh, shit, I'm falling. You're like, yeah, I'm falling. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw Bruce Willis's arms, they were so veiny and strong. I was like, I'm in great hands. And then he pulled the parachute, and he's like, you should hold on to this thing. And I got us to do a little spinny. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. My jump was really fun, too. It was very, like... Austin and I were both kind of screaming yeah. because I feel like he was just feeding off of my energy, which was very chaotic per usual. <laughs> you do have a way with people in that way. Yeah. I was just like, wow, like screaming. And then uh, he also let me do the little like pull the side thing. And then we did a bunch of spins, but we were going so fast. Felt like I was like in a tornado. And then I was like, yo, I'm kind of nauseous right now. This is nuts. Um like just felt like a leaf to the ground and just lifted my legs up just fell on my ass and bruce willis was like that was a very good jump yeah you like land on your butt which was really surprising to like everyone i guess i knew that just because you knew that and you had told me it a few times but like everyone that i showed the video to they're like oh i didn't realize that you just land on your butt like that like literally you just coast onto the grass if the instructor knows what they're doing like we saw in the bachelorette episode and like matt james and like rachel kirk connell and she ate it because like yeah. the person just like did not have control of what was going on but we were with pros so. right and then austin had this cute little book <laughs> he, i was his 967th jumper wow. and he was like I have everyone that I jump with sign this book and just write a little something about, like, the experience or whatever. And I was like, okay. Mm, cute. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bruce and I, like, we shook hands and it's like, all right, man, catch you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You later. Overall, it was a great experience. My whole body was like, it didn't feel real once we were on the ground. Like, it took me a while. We had, like, an hour and a half drive back. And even when we got back, I was like... I still felt kind of like on edge or something. Mm. The adrenaline was still there. And then I feel like we like ate. Oh, we ate dinner and like had a drink. And immediately when we got back, I was like, I'm ready to crash. Like I was so tired. Mm. It was incredible. It's everything I wanted it to be. There's really nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. I I understand like, okay, people have a fear of heights, but legitimately in that moment, like in between putting the foot on the plane and then jumping off, I was like, there's nothing behind the fear. Like, right. It's just you just do it. Right. And it feels great. Like I think it would be very nerve-wracking to be like Austin or Bruce. Yeah, they were doing all the heavy But life. for us it's like really just you're along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, highly recommend it. Go skydiving before you die. Mm-hmm. Do it in a time in your life when you can end it on a good note. I think that was just a good strategy. <laughs> Yeah, no regrets. Great times. Yeah, it was super fun, and we're excited to go again. (laughs) Once a year, at least. Yeah, high key. For sure. So in other news, we also had this other cool trip. We are going to go see... uh, The the desire started with seeing Doja Cat. Yeah, I was... Okay, so I was staying at this farm out in Louisa, and like kind of in bumfuck nowhere like not really vibing with the situation that much and just kind of I don't know I was like I just want something fun to look forward to I've been off grid a lot let me like enter the mainstream for like an hour that was my that was my thinking process (laughs) and um 
obviously we both love Doja Cat. So I was like, let me just look up Doja Cat tour and see what's up. And then I found freaking Jingle Ball in DC, which was not only Doja, it was Meg the Stallion, who Hobbs is in love with, mm-hmm. and Black Eyed Peas and the Jonas Brothers, who I love, both of them. So I was like, this is literally a concert made for the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I texted you and I was like, Hobbs, like, if masks are required at a concert, will you go with me? And Hobbs was like, who am I risking it for? <laughs> <laughs> And then as soon as I told you the lineup, you're like, yes. And I bought the tickets right then and there. Yeah. You don't have to say that. Like, just Megan's going to be there. (laughs) I'm coming. I'm running. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Mm mid-December. And we planned this trip to D.C. Like, my dad hooks us up with, like, accommodations and whatnot. Thanks, Barney. And then <clears throat> we get to D.C. We have a great time. Yo, yeah. We showed up and it was like, yo, we're going, we're going hard. Like my only real mission when I go to D.C. is like, I just want to get high and go to a museum and like be enchanted by that. But I also brought my AirPods too. So we had the AirPods in, we got a little baked and then we went on to these museums and it was fire. Mm-hmm. It's such a good time. <laughs> yeah. We were total tourists. We went to like all of the outdoor like whatever those are yeah the lawn and Mm -hmm. abraham and yeah it was fun because i haven't been there since i was like a kid i don't think because we used to go there on field trips or whatever and you're way more familiar with dc than me so just in that one stroke i used to work there yeah yeah no it was tight comes down for concert time though oh my god okay here okay hear me out hear me out (laughs) Moving forward in my life, when I know that there's going to be a celebrity in town, I'm going to approach it as though, like, I want to be there for the after party. Right. Did not approach this concert like that. We all got all dressed. We got all hyped. We had a whole bottle of mezcal in the room. You know, we were getting <laughs> lit. And even on the walkover, we stopped somewhere and, like, get, what, a sandwich? A sandwich, bitch? And another drink. And then we're in line for the concert. And then it starts, right? Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. We saw Bazzy, we saw BTS, like all these other bands. I was like, I didn't, I didn't know what Jingle Ball was. I was right. like, who the fuck are these people? Like, when is Megan coming out? Right. And Lindsay's just going back and forth, bringing back like beers Wait, and seltzers. You're missing a key element of the story. So, whenever we get there, they start playing this like video reel of like all the people that are going to be at Jingle Ball, oh. right? And Doja Cat is not on the reel. The, the first, yeah, mistake. So, the first hit. So, immediately we're like, what? Like, where's Doja? And I was like, uh, maybe it's just because she's only at this concert. Mm. You know, she's not in like the whole Jingle Ball tour or whatever. No, the people next, sitting next to us were like, look, like they found her Instagram. They're like, she has COVID. And, like, one of her set people has COVID, too. So, like, she's not going to be here. Which is, like, what the fuck? So, immediately, like, I was crushed. And I was, like, I'm about to get crushed. (laughs) I mean, to see Doja Cat this early in life at all, really, I'm, I could have been done with concerts for a while. Just because, like, she feels like a final frontier for me. Right. She's, does, she never misses. Like, all her songs are bombs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, whatever. It's time to get Liddy. 
And I just start, well, we already had drinks, but you know, at concerts, it's those giant ones, like the really, I don't know how many ounces it is, but it's the really tall ones. Especially if they're a seltzer, then it's like two drinks in one. Yeah. So like Hobbs was drinking seltzers the entire time, which is like, looking back, I'm like, whoa. But- <laughs> You're the one that reminded them, though, bitch. I know. Help the bitch out. God damn, I don't need to. I know. But, like, I wasn't thinking that. I was just like, oh, Hobbs. You're the loss. Hobbs can hold their own. And also, I was like, I don't feel that drunk because I was drinking beer. So I was like, it's fine. Guys, I started, I get really posty when I'm about to black out. I I think somewhere (laughs) in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to remember this. So I have to take this video for my future self. And the last video I took that I posted on Instagram is just to zoom up into my vacant eyes. And I'm like, yeah, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Like the rest of the concert, I'll see clips and I'm like, yeah, it feels familiar. <laughs> like I can't recall those memories myself. Yeah, it's not Bummer. great. Not like, great. Listen, we had this other friend, Lauren. Oh, God, Lauren. <laughs> She's been on the podcast <gasps> before. Yes, wonderful human. She was like, "Yo, hit me up when y'all are done with the concert. We'll hang out." It's like in my mind, I'm like. That's probably not going to happen. I feel like (laughs) you work late and I'm just going to go ahead and assume like an ass that this probably just won't happen for whatever reason, just because I don't know, busy Friday night, who knows? I don't know. And so it was a Tuesday, by the way, I I don't know why I had so much doubt about that. Uh, I guess in my mind, I was already so overwhelmed. Like, Oh, like the concert. Right. And, um, Lauren tried calling me. My phone died. <laughs> so what happened was we get the story the next day. Because after the concert, we just went back to the hotel. Yeah. A.K.A. we crawled yeah. the streets of D.C. <laughs> There's a photo shoot we had outside, outside somewhere where all you can see is, like, my foot in the frame and, like, <laughs> Lynn standing on something posing. It's, it was a shit show. Yeah. For sure. But we get back to the hotel. Fast forward to the next day. Lauren had called me. I was like, oh, shit. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Something happened. I call Lauren the next morning. She's like, "Dude, you missed out on a golden opportunity." I'm like, "What the fuck are you even talking about? What do you what what a like, golden opportunity? What? What was there a bogo for a beer? What's going on? <laughs> this is painful, you guys. <laughs> I hate telling the story. <laughs> I hate thinking about it. And then Lauren is like, "Yeah, so I was at work last night. She works at this really fancy hotel, and like, I guess she ran into the tour manager for Jingle." No, for the Black Eyed Peas. It was the Black Eyed Peas manager. Oh, okay. And serves him up his food, and they get it to talking, and he's like, oh, yeah, I know where they're all going to be tonight. And she meets Will I Am, which is like... No, Whoa. you're telling the story wrong. All right, huh? take over, okay. bitch. What you got? <laughs> okay, so... I'm emotionally clouded of- <laughs> by the event. Sorry, okay. First of all, Lauren was, like, kind of annoyed with this dude because he came in, like, as the kitchen was closing and ordered, like, a steak and stuff, and she was like, who is this dude? And he was like, sorry, like, I just got off tour. And sh- and Lauren was like, oh, who are you on tour with? And he was like, oh, I'm the Black Eyed Peas manager. And then he was, like, asking, like, do you think if the band came down, like, they could get food? And Lauren was like, no, the kitchen's closed. Um, but you guys should go to this other place and, like, gave them a suggestion of, like, where to go out. Then Will I Am comes down. 
And Will I Am is like talking to Lauren. Of course, like Lauren's work in the room, like she always does. And him a bottle of lotion. And like Will I Am is like telling Lauren that she reminds him of uh, his cousin and stuff. (laughs) And then, uh, and then he's like, "Oh, you should come out with us." And so Lauren's like, "Okay, yeah, I'll like close up here, and then I'll meet you over there." And so then they all go to this bar together. And, like, even Lauren said that um, they had, like, a sectioned off space with, like, a table and stuff. And Lauren, like, went up to the security and was like, I'm with them. And the security was like, yeah, okay, like, come on. And Lauren was like, no, for real. Like, I ju- they just invited me. And I guess Will I Am had to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she can come in. Um, so, anyways, yeah, she's in there with will i am and like saweetie was there too when she got there you can take it over from here guys (laughs) listen meg the stallion shows up i'm I'm gonna start crying meg the stallion shows up and meets lauren and of course they hit it off yeah i'm like lauren even gets to touch her butt like she's like oh like she's like giving her compliments and like meg's like oh like do you want to touch it and like gets to touch meg the stallion's butt and this whole time, Laura was trying to call us to come over because they were like, oh, like, Megan, she's telling Megan the Stallion, like, Megan the Stallion sort of knows about us because she was like, oh, yeah, I really want my friends to come out, like, meet everybody, yeah, and, like, Megan was like, oh, yeah, I wish they would, too, blah, 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 and meanwhile, we're dead on the street, you know, <laughs> fucking crawling home, and she's just hanging out with Megan the Stallion, y'all, I can't, I can't, it's terrible. I can't. <clears throat> biggest l i've ever taken yeah. in my life this was terrible because then the next day lauren calls us and tells us all of this right mm-hmm. and also like i had fully fallen in love with ty verdes at this point from the concert <laughs> like i was like looking at all of his stuff the next morning i was like i'm in love with this man like it's over and then she i we ended up hanging out with lauren the next day and i was like i'm gonna show you a picture of a person and you're gonna tell me if they were there because lauren was like i don't know who the fuck this guy is that you're talking about and i showed her a picture and she's like oh yeah he was there and then i felt my heart shatter into a bazillion pieces um but we were so hungover the next morning so like we wake up and we're like jesus fuck like what happened and then for her to tell us that story we were like sulking in the hotel room <laughs> like, Literally, yeah, i had to go to the shower i really have a temper tantrum like the next day after the hangover day i had to schedule an emergency therapy appointment <laughs> like, <laughs> you did though you did it was terrible <laughs> like literally like the whole day after the concert i was just like so hungover and blown and like it was like you know whenever you're hungover and you like feel anxious but it was like that plus like this deep feeling of regret and oh god it's just it was terrible it was rough but again (laughs) circling back to where we started it's like you gotta dream bigger Mm -hmm. if if we had just gone into the night like Okay, the first mission was like, okay, after the concert, like, we'll go to a gay bar. And I was like, eh, sort of into the idea, sort of not, just because, like, corona. Right. And 
I think that in itself was like, well, the night's just going to end after, like, the concert. Right. But now it's like, you really have to, like, expand your mind. Yeah. And go into these situations to be like, I'll be open and I'll stay ready for anything that could happen or would happen afterwards. Well, that's the thing is, like, that we were talking about is I feel like when we're together, just the wildest shit happens. That it's like, we really do need to just open up our minds to, like, what is the most outrageous possibility that we could ever think of? Exactly. It'll probably happen. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, moving forward like for next time, I won't be filming the entire time so my phone doesn't die <laughs> so I can get that phone call. Right, right, right. But yeah, anyway, if anything, I'm just happy for my friend. Yes. I'm happy for you, Lauren. You got to live the dream. So we love you, and we're now we're, we know we're one degree of separation away from Meg. Thank you for that. Because we hung out with Lauren the next day when we were hungover. We all went to the museum. We had a great time. We had ramen. Oh, yeah. So good. It was really nice. It was a beautiful little gay day. Yep. There's so much cabbage in D.C., guys. Like, so much cabbage. Like, for free. Everywhere. On every every block. Just loads of cabbage. Just go there with a bag and pick some up. (sighs) I've told you this so many times. It's ornamental kale. (laughs) I'm just, okay. I'm not going to tell you again. I'm just going to let you think it's cabbage. Let me say cabbage. Okay. So. The holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Tried to rewatch Happiest Season. Did not work out. Yeah, that movie is still terrible. <laughs> um, I'd love to revisit our recap of that just to see if we did it justice of how fucking terrible it is. I feel like I went easy on it. We were pretty thorough, though. But, I mean, every waking moment in that film is bad, so. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, I watched Carol for the first time. Yo, if y'all haven't seen Carol, that is a queer movie must for the holidays. I loved it. Like, I, at first, it definitely took me a little bit of time to get into it. I was like, Jesus Christ, a fucking period piece. Like, (laughs) it's exhausting because it's just like lesbians are just like, they, it's so subtle and it just like drives me nuts because i'm just like just fucking do it you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) like yeah but then once they got into it i was like whoa this is actually really good Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the way that they're like sneaking around but like not even really is like so amazing i loved it also watch 12 dates of christmas on hbo max check it out because on the first season skip it they only have like one gay person on that one because there's like multiple leads on season two however there's two queer people and as the leads of one straight guy just and it's honestly just hilarious to see the differences in conversations between all the queer people and then all the straight couples yeah just night and day night and day and everyone's really hot like stupid hot yeah can't get enough hina if you're out there congratulations you're fantastic yes i was rooting for you the entire time amanda a little too cold (laughs) a little i don't think i don't think you was ready i I really don't think you was ready to be dating and that's just how it translated yeah that's just my take next year if they do 12 dates and there's gay leads again i think we should recap it recap it and audition to be on right of course not as a lead i really want to be on it yeah i just want to be in the lodge i I have a new love interest, people. 
Um, (laughs) So one of the straight... Okay, so basically how the show works is there's like a lead and then people come on to the show and then they get kicked off the show like not like people don't come onto the show altogether and then there's like a rose ceremony like the bachelor it's like one person comes on the show and then they get to maybe go on a date and then there's like three love interests and he gets to keep two of them right and then a new person comes and then that same process goes on over and over for 12 dates and this was one of the last love interests to come on for the for the straight guy her name's Brooke um and as soon as she came on i was like oh my god who is this person like literally her smile lights up the room like i have i was crushing so hard like so hard i still am and he was too like the lead he he had this sort of pretty steady relationship with one of the girls that was on the show from the beginning basically and then brooke came on and he was like freaking out because he's like i really like her what's going on like and like literally up until the very last episode even after he had already chosen the original girl that he was in a relationship with he still was toying with the idea of being with brooke because this girl Brooke is incredible. Um, oh, what about the controversy afterwards, though? That's what I'm getting to. Okay. So I, like, am all of a sudden, like, madly in love with Brooke, right? So I'm, like, following her on Instagram, and I'm like, whoa, like, you know, she doesn't have that many followers. Like, maybe I could, like, you know, chat her up or whatever. And then she has her settings in a way where she wouldn't see my messages so that that was shut down but literally like two days after Hobbs and I watched this show I'm like open Instagram and I'm like holy shit Hobbs Brooke comes out as queer yeah as bisexual and literally Brooke who is my favorite person on the show and Hina who is Hobbs favorite person on the show dated after the show <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is wild. What are the chances? Well, it wasn't up to her, though. Because apparently one of the cast members was going to out her. And she was like, well, like I said, I'm going to do it myself. I'm not going to let this thing go down like that. So she did. So it's kind of messy. But, and we don't know who did it. It was just someone from the cast. But anyway, Brooke, welcome to the LGBT arena. Yes, <laughs> please. you the one to hold your hand there. Oh, my God. What a safe human to do that with. Hi, also, dude. my only other complaint with the show, with all the queer people that came through for Amanda, right? And she said in the beginning, I'm into any kind, like, masculine, feminine, like, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter to me. They only had high femme people come on. Yeah. Only high femme. For, like, the lesbians. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, we don't have one little, like, pixie-cutting-looking-ass thin wayfish white girl to come on there to be, like, the one, you know? Right. And even if it's not, like, something I'm into, I'm just like, where was the representation for that? Right. But again, they were really all very beautiful. Mm -hmm. But damn. Where were the people at? Yeah. I demand better representation, and that's why I'm going to audition. (laughs) 
I'm gonna win. <laughs> and you're gonna win. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Come on. This is final rose material right here. Although on this one they just give each other presents and say Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting that mistletoe for sure. Yes, as you should. You deserve. Less. Um, so yeah. So Christmas in general, how did it go for you? Christmas. Christmas was pretty good. I was hungover. i promise you guys i'm okay (laughs) like i'm doing dry january um (laughs) but it's a tradition me and my sister we get really wine drunk on christmas eve and then i wake up christmas day and i'm really hungover and i just lay on the couch all day and my mom makes me um like toast and stuff and uh yeah this year, my sister's new boyf was with us, so that was the biggest change in my my Christmas time. But um, yeah, it was pretty chill, and I don't know. I feel like other years, because I've had a job, like the holidays have been really stressful because I know I'm not going to actually get a break. I'm just going to be with like my family the whole time, which not that that's not a break, but like I love my alone time, you know? So, um, but this year, since I don't have a job, it's actually the first year that I've actually been able to kind of just enjoy the holidays and just be like, sink into the fact of like, okay, yeah, December is family month. That's fine. January is Lynn's month. So, like, I still get what I want. Balance. Yeah. Um, and let's see what else to say about it. I got some really, really cool new Crocs. Like, these Crocs are, like, hot. I will post a photo on oh our Instagram. God. Like, they're sexy. And I also got some new rain boots. They're orange. Like, I'm just so ready. This upcoming growing season, like, I'm going to look so good on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. How about you? How was your Christmas? Christmas was is so different in a good way. Like, okay, so my family wanted to go out to my mom's condo out by the beach, and so my brother came over from, like, Colorado, and, like, my little brothers were there, and my older brother brought all of his dogs, so it was, like, a bunch of people, places, and things, and dogs, all in an apartment, my mom was like, you should come over for Christmas Eve, and I was like, no, it's only an hour and a half away, I'd much, much rather just sleep in my own bed and just come over for, like, during the day. So, I get up the next morning, I get up, like, for, for the first time in a while, like, I, like, got gifts and stuff. She was like, you got me something? I was like, yeah. And I, like, I was ready to go. I, but also, I had a weird feeling about the day. Like, when I woke up, I was like, maybe it's just anxiety over seeing my older brother. I don't know. But it's just a weird, seated feeling was inside of my body. And I get into the car, which had had car problems, like, earlier that week. Like, I was on a Whole Foods, which was my first mistake. And, like, it wouldn't start, and then the tow truck guy, like, started, and I was like, okay, you did that, and it works, and it's getting me home, but, like, I feel like my car needs to go into the shop. So, the day of Christmas morning, I, like, get in the car, and, like, my anxiety is, like, so bad that I'm like, I need to, like, talk to myself. So, I, like, give myself this whole speech about how, like, it would be perfectly okay if the car broke down and blah, 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 like... I have everything I need to, you know, recover from that instance or, like, whatever. It's okay. Like, I don't know. I was just really, like, trying to self-soothe and self-regulate. And then as soon as I finished giving that speech, I see, like, this white smoke come out of, like, the exhaust pipe in my van. And I'm like, oh, shit. Maybe it's fine, though. Maybe it's fine. And then it goes up to the engine and, like, just a cloud of white smoke. I'm like, oh, we're fucked. So I pull over. 
call. Thankfully, I already had practice calling the showman from like earlier in the week, and get them on the phone. They're on their way in like thirty minutes, which was amazing. Thanks, Geico. And the police <laughs> officer comes. He's like, "I'm just gonna stay here just in case. Make sure you're all right." I'm like, "Okay, thank you, sir." Yikes. Yeah. And I'm like, "I'll buy new Kent." You know, I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm glad I didn't wear anything more gay than I already am right now." Yeah. But <clears throat> tow truck guy comes. He's super chill. I like. I'm like, you know, what? I never get to be a passenger in the car, so I'm like, I'm just gonna like make this a movie. So I put on like my headphone. I look out the window. I'm just like enjoying like vibing like to the <laughs> ride, like this big ass truck and like this quiet dude next to me. We get to the place. We make a little conversation. So you got to ride home. I'm like, yeah, man, I think I'm good. And I'm just like, I'm just going to walk home. So I walk from like halfway across town and back to my house. I stop by a friend's house. We have a nice little chat. I go back home and guess who's there? It's recent B. And we all just like open gifts together and drink some coffee. Then we went and got some Chinese food and sat in the park. And it was lovely. I, it was just not a drop of anxiety all day. <laughs> It was just hanging out, having a good time. And Reese got me this, like, I've always wanted, like, a life-size bear. I think it'd be so funny to have in the passenger seat of my car. Just, I think, I don't know, just tickles my brain. <laughs> and Reese got me one of those, so that was great. Called him Pungo. And then they got me tickets to go see my favorite band. That was really cool. And I FaceTime my family. <clears throat> and I was like, sorry, of course, not to be there, but also just like, you know what, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. There was a lot of uh, anticipation and like build up for this day. I'm I'm glad it's I'm okay with how it's panning out and I'm enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. And then we watched The Family Man, which you absolutely must watch on Christmas Day. Oh, also an edible, right? And we watched this Marvel movie, the new one that just came out with like I don't know what it's called, but it's really good and it's really funny. <laughs> okay, I'd recommend it. You don't know what it's called though. Some of the like the eleven rings. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Yeah, that and the Family Man. It was it was awesome. That sounds like a dream, like a dream queer Christmas. It was. You know, like I've talked to so many of my queer friends that are like, ugh, holidays, and I'm like, when are we all just gonna be like, you know, never mind, we're just gonna all hang out instead. That's that's the whole thing it's like, as soon as december 25th passed like the deep-seated anxiety i was carrying all month like was gone i was like because that's like the, it's just there's so much expectation like mom is always like i just want to saw the photo and blah 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 and just <laughs> everything was falling apart like, my grandma like fell and like broke a foot in the parking lot of costco and oh my god arm broken too and then my mom's like we just have to roll with the punches i'm like at what cost <laughs> you know so it's just like the fact that my car broke down I'm like you know what it's fixed and up and running now thank god but still, it's just like, like, you just gotta take the L sometimes and go back home. Right. I'm just glad I didn't have to be alone, though. Yeah. So thanks, Reese and B. I had a good time with you guys. Cute. Wholesome. I love that for you. Yeah. Incredible Christmas story. And then the limbo happened mm-hmm. December 26th through the 30th. What the fuck was that? COVID was like, it's about me now. Back to me. Right. <laughs> Back to your originally scheduled programming, oh, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> It just gave March 2020 vibes heavy. Yeah. Heavy. High key. Like, I feel like everyone around me was like, I need to go get tested because I've been exposed and it's just been nuts. Yeah. Like, literally, I, after I came to the beach on the 29th and like me and my dad's girlfriend went to like a bunch of pharmacies to try to find covid like at home tests fiance sorry fiance. 
<laughs> they tried to find at home or we were trying to find at home covid tests and we went to like a bunch of places and everywhere just had signs up that were like we do not have tests like basically like don't ask us yeah. and that's nuts to think about because i remember last time there was a huge covid outbreak like this or i guess it was like at the beginning of the delta variant and you were coming to the beach and so i was doing the same thing yeah. of trying to go get tests for us and you were like i've been everywhere in richmond and i can't find any and there were tons in virginia beach mm-hmm. but now it was like opposite yeah. go puff came through if you keep an eye on go puff they restock daily for those at home tests wow so yeah, COVID's running rampant again. It's not cold yet. <laughs> so yeah, the world is definitely shambly. Uh, you know, just uh, lean into your coping mechanisms. Yeah. Um. So all of us tested negative, which meant that Hobbs could be here for New Year's. Hell yeah. New Year's Eve, baby. I love the energy of New Year's. Like, there's just more hope. I don't know if there was as much hope this year. But there was usually just a good amount of hope in the air. What was that, like, one terrible song that was, like, Macklemore and that other guy? And then they were like, it's going to be a better year this year or something. And you were like, it's too forced. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I feel like we're just in a long form Groundhog Day. Like, every January now is just like. If you're still drinking from the Kool-Aid cup of, like, yeah, it's going to get better in the sense of, like, the government is going to make anything better. Bitch, they've had three years to get together. So, like, I'm like, how are we, what are we doing about this, like, coup? (laughs) When are we going to overthrow? Let's have that conversation. Yeah. So, while we were in D.C., we had this game that we were playing called Padiddle. I'm sure that many of y'all have heard of it. It is a game where if you see someone with a headlight we played it or a taillight as well, right? Mm-hmm. If one of them is out, then you say padiddle. And if you say it before the other person, you get a point. And Hobbs was winning for a minute. But then, oh, because the other thing we did in DC is we went to the Van Gogh experience, oh, yeah. which was like so touristy, but fun. like it was really fun. Um, and we had like an hour long walk there and an hour long walk back. So lots of padiddle opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, Hobbs was winning once we got to the Van Gogh experience, I think. Yeah. And then when we left, I don't know what happened, but something happened to me in that exhibition. And I was just on a fucking roll. And I got literally like 16 or something. I think it was the same car. Just <laughs> doing circle. Yeah, I actually like met up with someone at the Van Gogh experience and like yeah. slipped him a 20 to just drive around the block a few times so that I could get 16. And the loser has to get champagne sprayed on them on New Year's. So that's what I did. Yeah. And I got one of, like, the humongous bottles. Like, the extra big ones. And it's really funny because I feel like generally, like, I was struggling a little bit on New Year's Eve because the night before I had, like, gotten kind of lit with my dad. And, like... So that was on the 30th. So on the 31st, I was like struggling a you bit. You were a zombie when I got here. <laughs> you were like, what if we didn't make jello shots? I'm like, who are you? Yeah. I've been saying all of this the whole week is like the jello shots. Oh my God. <laughs> I do love jello shots. Um, But 
like that video of me spraying champagne on Hobbs, you just see like I finally get that glimmer back in my eye of like I'm excited to be here and excited to be living right now because I get to spray Hobbs. And it was I could chew you up. It was really fun. Really fun. And otherwise, we had a very chill New Year's Eve. I mean, obviously, we had some singing, some dancing, some wrestling, Songs. the huge Resolutions. What you got? My resolution. Well, one resolution that I think you came up with in D.C. was always be ready. Stay ready. I love that one. Stay ready so you don't got to get ready. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to do one day a week for the whole year of off-grid i love that for like you. no screens no nothing wow. um because i said that whenever i was in vermont and i was completely off-grid for a month i was like i really want to integrate this into my life more but then because i've still been traveling and stuff i just haven't really done it so i'm like this is a good opportunity one day a week start with that i'm sure that i'll end up doing more <laughs> yeah. because i love the way that i feel whenever i don't look at screens um so do that and my sister and I are doing another like book reading challenge thing together we did that this past year um so just you know trying to read more feed that little noggin of mine um I feel like there was another one but I don't know generally like I feel like I changed my whole life last year so I'm just trying to like you know just party in that for for this year Hell yeah. what about you what are yours well as we know stay ready and just like <laughs> refinement i feel like i've planted a lot of seeds for myself and like actually being the person i want to be that i'm like we're just gonna refine that like all the things that i've laid out for how to like trust myself more and like not overthink too much and all that but in terms of like a more like concrete set of resolutions uh is on top of dry january i'm also not going to watch porn for the next 30 days mm. I don't even think it's becoming an issue, but I'm just like, I just need to get back to my imagination. Mm-hmm. I just love gay sex so much. <laughs> but I'm going to put that down and hopefully, you know, use it seldomly more often. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty, uh, it's a soft resolution. And, oh, I'm going to stop. I'm going to try to stop scratching my head. I really want to dye my hair blonde again. But, like, I have this issue where, like, my anxiety will just find new ways to, like, develop itself. And, like, if I'm not picking my hands, like, my cuticles are great right now. Which usually means my head is, like, a hellscape. Because I'll be just, be scra- like, I'll be scratching that. So, in an effort to do that, to not scratch it anymore, I'm going to try to get one of those fidget toys and, like, actually carry it around more often. Because I would just, I obviously need to be doing something with my hands. Like, right. I don't know, like, how to, like, not be in that energy. Like, it just, it has to go somewhere. So, right. Doing that. And then did I have another one? I think that was, that was the only ones you told me, I think. Yeah. Then that was it. Yeah. 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 Tanya got me like a bajillion scrunchies for Christmas Mm -hmm. and it's been so nice to have one on my wrist and just like play around with it rather than like biting my nails or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Are you going to get like a fidget spinner? I've got like a thing with like buttons on it and all that. I don't know. I think it's a little too big because it's not like pocket friendly, but I'm also just like, maybe I should just like let myself like, like I, when I'm at work, I'll wring my hands or if I'm in bed, I'll like rub my feet together. So I'm like, what are other ways I can like let this energy out? Mm-hmm. And also part of it is like, I feel like I finally mastered like the joy of like dancing by myself mm-hmm. more often, like no matter where I'm at in mm-hmm. public or in my own home. So I think that's going to help too. Sometimes I just need to jump around. 
just yes so i feel that and i think that for me it's always harder whenever it's like rainy or snowy out because my immediate go-to for getting that energy out was like let me just go run around outside and like dance and stuff Mm -hmm. and my sister made a good point of you can still do that when it rains yeah just put your rain your rain gear on and i have those boots boots exactly so i feel like do you think that like rainy days are actually as dreary as we make it or do you think that we're just conditioned hollywood for sure yeah for sure like we could totally just like celebrate rainy days like we do sunny days it's just that most rainy days i just don't feel like getting wet rain to (laughs) me feels like someone's spitting on me and i don't like that (laughs) we know that from past episodes (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah i think it's just an attitude everything's perspective right so yeah it's just like attitude so the new year's eve day whatever tradition now as we did we all jumped into the ocean yeah we did a little polar plunge on new year's day it was fire like it felt really good i was like as soon as i got back up i was like i could just swim in here now it was <laughs> randomly really hot on new year's like day 75 degrees yeah so i wonder if it would have been harder if it was like cold outside to do it yeah but i was like nervous that the opposite was going to be true where i was like oh my body's going to be so warm in the air and then i'm going to get in this cold ass water and it's going to be more of a shock but it honestly wasn't hard at all i don't know i was like a little bit tipsy maybe or just like high on life Mm -hmm. i was like very on one on new year's day you guys like as soon as we woke up like it goes up to the kitchen goes straight to the boom box i already knew i was like oh shit (laughs) cranks it up to like not even just like regular pop music but like throwback so even i was like getting roped in as time went <laughs> of course <laughs> yeah yeah you were on one day. and then i made brunch for everyone like yeah. the solid gay that i am and it was just a good time oh so my mom's dad was like pennsylvania dutch and so our new year's day tradition was always to eat pork and sauerkraut because it's like a pennsylvania dutch like good luck thing so i made sauerkraut and everyone ate some even though hobbs was very reluctant to they still ate some because we all need some good luck always yeah i love a good year end i finished my last journal too like my 2021 journal started in january and ended this month. that is so satisfying oh, i love it can't wait to start another one is it like a big one like a no it's a little one it was mostly just like events not really how i feel it was like what was going on right 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 yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. that's so nice i only have like a few pages left in mine yeah and it's like i could if i would have just like not skipped a few days you know it would be no yeah it's day and night this time last year everybody the insurrection was happening oh my (laughs) god yeah and i was like trying not to go to work because i was like i don't want to be near that shit and they were like okay and then i quit (laughs) naturally (laughs) yeah of course yeah wild Mm -hmm. and now look (laughs) now look life is so different yeah for real so different oh wow new year honestly pretty same energy though like just feeling good Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, what else do we have to say? That's it, y'all. I hope the holidays and the New Year's was just as good for you. I hope you got a little kissy. <laughs> and yeah, enjoy your life. <laughs>